To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Host of the country, Jamie McKay's got a column in the Herald today about why the government is so reviled by the rural sector. Hi, Jamie. Hello, Heather. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I see you're officially clickbait for the Herald. Well, I wrote a column in the Herald today, and it's always a great honour to be asked to write a column, but um, I see that the headline, uh, the clickbait headline is uh, why this virtue signalling government is so reviled by the rural sector. Not quite what I wrote, Heather. I said, would it be unkind to say that you've got to go back to the days of Longy and Rogernomics to find a government so reviled by the rural sector? I asked a question rather than made a statement. I feel like the editors saw your actual meaning, though, and conveyed it in the headline, and, you know, you can't really complain about it. It was a great article, actually, I thought. Um, I'm fascinated to ask you about this, though. Why did Jacqueline Roworth, who is one of the, the country's leading farming academics, say that what we're experiencing in the land at the moment is this generation's subsidy-free moment? What does she mean by that? Well, I, I guess it's a reference back, and I was sort of saying the same thing in my column, a reference back to the reforms of the 1980s when uh, David Longy swept to power in 1984. By 1986, farming subsidies were gone, and quite wrongly, they made up something like 40% of farmers' incomes. So it was a good thing. But I'm saying, and she's saying, we're all saying in the farming sector, the government needs to learn a lesson from history with the reforms of the 2020s around a carbon or emissions tax. Mm. Yes, we need to go into one, uh, but it can't be at the expense of the industry itself. We need to go there with a carrot dangled in front of us rather than being beaten on the backside uh, with a big stick. And that's what farmers feel like they're getting at the moment. You also make the point that over in the US, they're not even considering this stuff, right? We're the first in the world. We're saying we need to do it for market advantage, but the, the states wouldn't even go there. It was interesting. I spoke to Todd Clark, my uh, US farming correspondent, uh, coincidentally today on Melbourne Cup Day uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, the thoroughbred horse racing capital of the world. And, you know, he's he, he was speaking to a government official today and he said, oh, well, there's not really much discussion about carbon credits or a trading scheme here. Uh, we're not really doing any of that. We have grant money available to do things like fencing waterways, putting interior fencing into rotationally graze, all these things that you guys in New Zealand are experts at. And so we're sort of being incentivised to farm like y'all, he said, because you're the best in the world at pastoral farming because it's the way forward. And then he finished by saying there's all sorts of irony in that, isn't there? And he's dead right. You're too right. And one of the unfortunate things, as we've been discussing in the show already, is that when you start to put this this farming tax on, the climate tax on the farmers, you incentivise them to basically get rid of all of their animals and start planting trees, right? And that is, is that what is causing the sale of Mangoahane? Well, part of it, look, and I think that you caught up a wee bit earlier in the show with Derek Daniel, yeah. one of the syndicate of high-profile farmers who are looking to buy this a central North Island sheep and beef property, 40,000 40, stock units, 5,000 hectares. And Derek's a very, he's got a very big farming operation himself. He said, look, the best thing he could do would be to plant his entire farm and trees financially. But is that the way forward? Is that what we want to become in this country? No. So the financial incentives are only going to get worse as the price of carbon goes up.
Uh, Jamie, thank you for that. Jamie Mackay, host of The Country. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.